0: up you beautiful people this is Gary Horn and this is this is the NWA the podcast celebrating the past present future history legacy and tradition of the greatest pro wrestling entity of all time obviously we're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance and as always I can't talk about them alone I am joined by my life partners this is Will (laughs) Martin over here
1: good evening everyone what a great action-packed episode of power we have to talk about Uh, I'm just excited to get into it.
0: Yeah, and, uh, Will, we couldn't get into it in proper depth if we didn't have the expert analysis of the doctor, Rob Stinson. Hey, Doc, how are you?
2: I'm good. You're absolutely correct. Uh, uh, But I I do want to say this is my favorite day of the week. It's NWA Day. I love spending time with you guys and with the hashtag NWA fam. It's going to be a great post show for a very outstanding show. Lots of stuff going on in the NWA right now.
0: Well, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to every single one of you right now who are out there in the chat participating already with lots to talk about. And uh, trust us, we're going to get to you guys by the end of the show. And who knows, we may have uh, who knows we may have a few surprises along the way. So uh, just stay tuned, and we will see. But uh, we're going to dive into uh, an analysis of what happened tonight, and we're going to get to the power rankings that we always do. And then, like I said, we're going to talk to you guys and see what you thought of power. So, uh, fellas, if you're ready, I I say we just jump on in, huh? Let's roll. All right. Well, uh, so the uh, big start here is uh, Kyle is Kyle Davis just like cold openers right there in the middle of everything. Trevor Murdoch is there with him. He welcomes the fans, but Trevor has something on his mind and he tells us right off the bat that he's, he's been thinking about this. He needs Chris Adonis right now. And, uh, he's calling him out, whatever he's got to do. He wants to take on, on Adonis for the national title. And, uh, he calls him out, but that's not who shows up guys the real world's heavyweight champion Nick Aldous comes out instead and uh he's got a bone to pick with Trevor he says uh did I hear you right that you're placing the blame on me for what's happening to you I feel like I heard that in an interview um you know if I had a dollar for every time somebody blamed me for their shortcomings um in my opinion basically he says I, I did you a favor uh, he said, Essentially, and I can't wait to hear Rob's take on this, he says essentially that uh, someone like Trevor is not really what we're looking for in a champion around here anyway, right? So what Trevor should do is instead of worrying about uh, Chris Adonis and the national title, he should go in the back, open up a six-pack or whatever people like him do, and he'll put on an exhibition tonight, meaning Nick Aldis. And uh, if, he, if Trevor stays to himself and doesn't come out and interfere, then they can talk about a challenge later for maybe maybe Nick can hook him up with something. So Trevor's very curious. Says uh, You're talking about the 10 pounds of gold here? And Nick, uh, the fans wanted it. Obviously, fans being some of us in the uh, crowd wanted it. But uh, Nick says nobody puts baby in a corner. Not exactly those words, but close enough. And uh, he says that he'll decide He'll talk to him about it. That's what he can promise him if Murdoch stays out of the way. And so Nick walks off and uh, that's it for this opening portion of the show. And I guess I just want to throw to Doc here because first and foremost, I'm just curious. It was interesting and in, I, I don't know if you remember like a couple of weeks ago you, you explained this pretty well, I think, but did you notice how Trevor called out Chris Adonis and Chris Adonis is not who walked out. Actually, Nick Aldis walked out uninvited and nobody attacked him from behind. There was no, you know, beating. It's just weird how that works. And I was just curious if you noticed that doc. Well, of
2: course I noticed it. Uh, Uh, and you know, the champ comes out and he talks about, uh, how? Uh, uh Let me address that point first of all. Okay, this is the champ's show. Okay, this is, it's not like this is Trevor Murdoch's show. This, the as as Nick Alda so eloquently put it, he's the puppet master. You don't put baby in a corner. So it is it's it, it is presumptuous for someone to come out and intrude upon the champion's time. But because the champ is the champ, it is not presumptuous for him to come out. Why? Because he's the world's champion. And if you're not in this business for that championship, then why are you in it? And that brings me to my next point. And that is Trevor Murdoch. He is still fixated on Chris Adonis. This whole time, my whole criticism, and again, I like like, uh, Trevor Murdoch. I respect him. But this whole time, my criticism has been, look, the national championship is great. It's fantastic. It's a prestigious, historic, tradition-laden championship but it's not the end state. It's not the end goal. The end goal is the world's title. And week after week, you come out here, Chris Adonis, Chris Adonis, Chris Adonis. And right there in front of you is the pinnacle, Nick Aldis. So he came out to address that. And then, you know, i echoed several of the same points I've been making for the last four or five weeks here that everybody wants to place the blame on Nick Aldis. Forgetting the fact that exactly everything that Nick Aldis said was correct. He put his heart before his brains, his ego before common sense. You cannot put the loss of the national championship on the shoulders of Nick Aldis. You can't do it. Nick Aldis had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the fact that Trevor Murdoch let him emotions get in the way of good sense, and now we are where we are. Luckily, the dealer is who he is,
1: and he is the dealer, and he had a proposition for Trevor Murdoch.
0: Will, do you feel the same way as the doc here about all of this? Oh, uh,
1: never, never, never. I never feel the same way as the doc. Um, <clears throat> I there's there's so I, I, I say that, but I'm gonna agree on a few points. I mean, Nick Audis, the world's heavyweight champion, the real world's heavyweight champion, is a lot of things, but dumb is not one of them. And he is a very smart man, and everything he says there's, there is a, a ring of truth to it. I do believe as much as I respect Trevor Murdoch that, that there's some truth to what Nick said about why he didn't lose his title. I personally am not getting the vibe that he's totally blaming Nick Audis. I think he's blaming Nick and Chris Adonis and strictly business for whatever he, you know, a lot of us are perceiving has transpired behind the scenes to, to, you know, make sure that Trevor lost the title. But I think that. Trevor Murdoch is a brawler. He's he's a guy. He's a fighter. This is professional wrestling. So, of course, you want to go after these guys. If you get attacked, if you get attacked from behind like he was attacked by Chris Adonis, of course, you want to go after him. That's, that is professional wrestling. This is a combat sport. This is about prestige and competition. So, there is a balance there. And I think that Trevor Murdoch is over here, and I think Nick Aldis is over here. They're two completely opposed styles of fighters, two completely opposed style of competitor as uh, in professional wrestling. And so they're not going to see eye to eye on every philosophy. I think Trevor Murdoch did what, in his mind, was the right thing to do as a fighter. If somebody comes and attacks you from behind, you go after them. You go to try to get even. He came up short, and that's unfortunate, but he's not walking away with his tail between between his legs. He's coming back. He's getting on the mic. He's calling out Chris Adonis. I don't think that that is dumb. I think that is uh, brave. That's competitive. That is the fighting spirit that you look for in a professional wrestler. However, Nick Aldis does come out and you're right, Rob. It It is his show. He is the champ. Anybody that holds the 10 pounds of gold, in my opinion, they got free reign to do whatever they want. They can walk out whenever they want. They're the champ. But The the problem is Nick Aldis came out, took the attention away from what Trevor Murdoch was trying to do, which was to call out Chris Adonis man to man. He said, come out, face me like a man. Let's talk about this. So Chris Adonis is now skirting Trevor Murdoch and he's sending in Nick Aldis to do his bidding for him. And that's where things get fishy. And so Nick Aldis comes out. And and begins to manipulate Trevor Murray, He knows he's competitive. Aldis is smart. He knows he's competitive, and so he starts to poke the bear. And what happens when you poke a bear? The bear goes nuts, and that's exactly what happened tonight.
0: Well put, Will. I couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, we're going to see more out of these guys, and we'll get to dive deeper into this conversation, I'm sure. So uh, we'll move on for now, but uh, you know, we'll 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 see more out of Nick Aldis. I will say though that uh this is a high energy show so if you find yourself unable to sleep tonight you're frustrated you can't keep your energy up during the day you're having trouble sleeping uh, the problem may be that you just need a little assistance and, uh, quality of sleep is very important. We just want to say as, as, as much as we might disagree about Nick Aldis, one thing we don't disagree on is that, uh, he has an incredible line of supplements. And one of those supplements he offers over there is a uh, recovery PM, and this is all at legacy So you guys got to check that out. Poor sleep quality is linked to all kinds of health problems, obesity, low testosterone, High blood pressure, all of those things. So, if you want to help out uh, yourself as well as the real world's champion, if you if you lean on the side of uh, Doctor Rob over here, then uh, you can uh, you can do that over at LegacySupps And if you use the code NWA at checkout, there you get ten percent off the entire order. That's LegacySupps code NWA Fam. All right, that is. Uh, an unpaid ad we just did for the real world's champion so see i'm as god made me i'm imperfect and sometimes in my opinion stock, but i still believe in supporting the champ anyway uh speaking of support by the way the next commercial uh we got was for universal wrestling college.com so if you'd like to end up on nwa power someday you should go talk to austin idol see you can combine all these things and you could be the next guy to challenge for the 10 pounds of gold if the champ's willing to give you a shot that aside uh may valentine's in the back she's with slice boogie it's good to see boogie again uh he's talking about how there's a whole lot of flapping gums going around salty people he's talking about jack's dane and uh he's taken out bouncers bigger than jack stain in the past he says he wants jack stain one-on-one middle of the ring uh may valentine's ask ask him when he says whenever wherever not sure that that's the best move a man could make in the NWA is to immediately go after Jack Stain but there there you go did you guys have any thoughts on that doc will
1: i think slice boogie's got his his eyes set on, on the top man and he knows to get there he's got to slay some some giants and he's already done so in a few matches he's been impressive we'll see that in the power rankings later i mean he's he's you know he's on his way up but I think uh you may be right gary going straight after someone like jack stain may you may be skipping a few steps here but you know best of luck to him we'll see how it turns out
2: i'll be honest i uh i i blacked out when this commercial when this interview came on all i again i was i was teleported to a, a blissful heavenly place uh called may valentine heaven <laughs> I didn't hear a word of the slice <laughs> boogie said, which is okay because I don't need to hear a word he says. I know I don't like the guy. And from what I gather, he's talking uh challenging Jack Stain. Ha, what a laugh. Bouncers twister your size. Jack Stain is not a bouncer. This is a former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. So, you know. You better, you better uh be careful what you wish for.
0: Yeah. Uh, well said. Um, Sal. Renaro is out next and he is alone. Love his jacket. Very macho man-esque. It was nice. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the more important aspect to notice about Sal in this case is he's supposed to have a taxi partner and he does not. So uh, he's, he, he tells Kyle his partner's on his way. So Kyle announces it as Sal Renaro and to to be determined. So uh, Sal and TBD I guess are gonna be hanging out here taking on Aaron Stevens and the most feared Kratos the NWA Tag team Champions uh talk about things that are unwise uh this this might be one of them it starts off as a decent enough match you know you got Aaron Stevens grappling with Sal Renaro but once Kratos gets in there it starts getting ugly and Sal starts taking a beating for some reason. Danny Deals decides he's going to run out in the middle of the matchup and uh, he's immediately dispatched by Kratos, not just dispatched, by the way, uh, dispatched and beaten to a pulp outside the ring by Kratos and uh, Kratos comes back and continues pummeling Sal. Tim Storm, by the way, during this whole time is at commentary per usual here this season and uh, he's he's getting very frustrated. He's not a fan of bullies, he says. And he's watching this happen. And he finally, he's just seen enough. He jumps up on the apron and tries to get Kratos to calm it down. And Stevens jumps in the ring. Kratos and Stevens start arguing. Kratos, I mean, I'm sure there's a discussion to be had about this, seems to go for a punch on Stevens. Stevens moves out of the way. It gets caught by Tim Storm, who punches uh, Kratos and Kratos staggers backwards, gets rolled up by Sal Renaro for the one, two, three, and the winners are announced to Sal Renaro and Tim Storm. So they've got a victory over the NWA Tag Team Champions in this non-title matchup. Uh, pretty impressive, and who knows what this spells. A lot of miscommunication here uh, between the champs. Tim Storm's involved now, and uh, just... I don't know. There's a there's a lot to to go on here. Uh, Tim celebrating with Sal in the ring as Aaron and Kratos argue and uh, head to the back. But Will, what what were your thoughts in all of this? I mean, there's a lot to unpack that that happened here.
1: Yeah, a lot of things. The first thing that has to be addressed is whether or not the World Tag Champs are on the same page. It's obvious that they're not. Nobody's debating that. But this match just goes to show you that if they can't get on the same page, that gold around their waist is in serious jeopardy because they just lost a match to Sauronaro and Tim Storm with the assist, but very minimal Tim Storm, even though that was the crushing blow. I mean, it's Tim Storm and he's angry, of course. I mean, that's going to knock any guy out. But they've got to get on the same page because they couldn't even work together in a match to just quickly dispose of my pal Sal, no disrespect to to him, but it, it's they got to get on the same page. That's what's got to happen or those belts are in jeopardy. The second thing is I just want to know and I wish there was a way that we could find out, but was Tim Storm the partner the whole time because it doesn't seem that way. He had a job to do. Who was supposed to come out? Was Sal ghosted? You know, like like the three of us no doubt were when we were back in our dating days, sitting at a restaurant telling the waiter uh, she's coming. She's going to, sh- she'll be here any minute. And then we have to get it to-go box. You know, was that, what was the plan? Who was his partner supposed to be? Surely not Danny Deals. Don't tell me that he really went into the back and, and got Danny Deals and said, Hey, come on, we can take on the tag champs. Uh, so I, those are some questions I'd love to have answered.
0: Doc, one thing that was really weird is that after uh, his pummeling at the hands of Kratos, nobody seemed concerned with where Danny Deals was. I, I did notice that. And uh, also Joe Galley, very quick to mention that Sal's been around since season one of NWA Power and has never won a match. How about it? His first win is in a tag team match against the champions.
2: I had, for you know, I, I Sal has been around for so long that that actually surprised. Now I started thinking back. I was like, you know what? You're right. I went back in my notebooks, and I was like, he's never won a match. His first victory came. As a tag team victory against Kratos, but here's my frustration, guys. Not so fast, Will. Y'all all the time coming on here talking about justice and this and that and who did who did what and Tim Storm was speared by Camille and whatever. Y'all all the time bringing that junk up, and then now we we completely we want to just ascribe the fact uh, ascribe dissension to Aaron Stevens and Kratos. Like we're jumping to all kinds of conclusions. Yeah, there was a little heat there. They're competitors at the highest level. They push each other. But look, let's be honest here. Sal Renaro essentially cheated. He cheated. They were expecting a tag team match. He came out by himself. No partner. They have no clue who's coming out. So obviously, they're they're uh you know, their their nerves are, are shot, they're on high alert, looking around every corner. Then who comes? Who comes up there at the decisive moment? A man who was not even in his ring attire. Comes up to the ring apron, Tim Storm, Mr. Iowa Spirit himself. And you're going to sit there and just like, excuse that?
0: Do you ever get tired of like shaving both your faces every morning, Rob? Like you just, you're like back and forth here. I just don't. I listen. I had it in my notes to mention that we were gonna have to talk to our homie Jared Fritz, the referee in this matchup, about how he missed the punch. I was gonna bring it up, but you know, it it is what it is now. Sal has a win, and uh, here we are. All I can
1: right. only, I can only just hope and guess that rob was still blacked out in his may valentine because if you can honestly sit here and tell look me in the eye on your screen and tell me that you don't sense any dissension between the world tag champs i've got a question whether or not you even watched this match whether or not you've watched the last few episodes of power or what what planet you are on right now, because there is some clear dissension. We've got punches thrown. We've got attacks thwarted internally in the same team, and they got to get on the same page one way or the other. Somebody's going to have to give here.
2: There is a difference, Will. There is a difference between tension and dissension, okay? There's a big difference. There's tension in the sport, bro. When you're at the highest level, there's tension. There's tension amongst the members of Strictly Business. But dissension, I'm not really to go, go that far yet. I mean, we got a match where who knows where this match came, you know, who knows what was going on or what was going to happen. And there were some obviously some communication issues. But right now, to me, Aaron Stevens and Kratos look fantastic. I think they still got the gold around their waist. This was not this was a non-title match, so they didn't necessarily have to be on the same page. Uh, you know, the stakes weren't as high, so was low stakes testing, as it were, as we say in the education industry and uh so you know we might be jumping to conclusions here the jury's out the jury's out will
0: i um yeah i'm gonna we're gonna move on to the next segment while i try to filter through all of that i'm not really fluent in wrong so we'll just uh move it along uh while i try to piece together what the doc's talking about uh one thing we can all agree on is that one man who is on fire right now, who is killing it every single time he steps out to the podium or in the ring is the Pope. Uh, The Pope is just, he's killing it right now as the TV champion, uh, working his way up to try to get that lucky seven for a world's heavyweight championship. Uh, But, but there is one man that seems really interested in everything that the Pope does. And that is Tyrus. We come back to Kyle Davis at the podium with Pope, Tyrus and his manager, Austin Idol, and Pope wants to go ahead and speak. He talks about he doesn't want to disrespect Tyrus. He respects any man and woman who has stepped in and labored in this business. But everywhere he goes, Tyrus is his shadow. Tyrus is following him around. Tyrus is involved. What's the deal with him? Tyrus makes a point to say, you may be a little mistaken. I don't follow. I'm a trailblazer. But Pope was one of the first people to welcome Tyrus into the business. He's been bothered because that whole time he always had thought of Pope as the man and Pope never actually was. He surrounded himself with other people and he might look good, well-dressed, all of that, but he could never get the job done. So Tyrus moved on and took a break from wrestling and started succeeding in everything he had tried to accomplish. Uh, Big house, hot wife. Uh, But while he did all that, Pope actually became the man. He's carried around the TV title. It's kind of inspirational. And he calls Pope his brother, says he's his brother's keeper. But right now, Pope is in his way and he's going to need that title. And Pope says to him, I don't care what you want. Men come out here every single day and bust their butts for an opportunity, this title. And just because you think you're from some round the way news station, you can just walk in here and cut to the front of the line That's not what's going to happen. And Tyrus calls him afraid. Pope says he's not afraid. Uh, Pope says, I've never been the white hat. I've never been claiming to be a good guy. But when it comes to this title, things are going to be done the right way. So you need to go prove yourself if you want a shot at the TV title. So we'll stop right there for real quick. just want to get your thoughts. Doc, I mean, I know know you've been behind Pope the whole way. How are you feeling about this interaction between uh, Tyrus and the Pope?
2: I appreciated the uh, the mutual respect between the two. Obviously, there's respect between the two. Um, there's competition. Again, why do you get into the business? You get into the business to go after the gold. Everything you guys have to agree at, on this point. Everything that Tyrus said, everything he said was appropriate and in good form and order. And then Pope's response also was decent, appropriate, and good order as a sitting champion. So this exchange was good, if if for nothing else, and we got to hear a great oratory from one of the great speakers uh, of our time in, in this business. And then Tyrus, man, Tyrus, you can't you can't argue with with the credentials of Tyrus. I mean, right now he's two and zero, as we're going to see uh, going on here. He's uh, he's three and zero overall, two and zero in singles. If you throw in that th- that that triple threat match. Or that, that, uh, that, uh, not triple threat, but that, uh, contendership match, he's undefeated in power. So everything he said so far, he's been able to back up. And it's not just a matter of at this point, I just woke up one day and thought I was a contender. I think we all have to realize that Tyrus is a contender, like him or not. Like him or not, that's, that's irrelevant. Tyrus is making his point the old school way. And I respect
1: that.
0: Will, are you feeling the same way?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with that. I mean, we're, we're overlooking the true victim here, and that's Kyle Davis, who apparently every time he uh, interviews Tyrus just gets manhandled the whole time like he's a prop. I will say he was asked to hold the mic a little higher, and he didn't, so part of it was earned. But, I mean, there's there's obvious tension here mixed with obvious respect, and that's, that's what makes this so intriguing, I think, to me, um, you know, No, as we're gonna get into how this plays out, um, you can't fault Tyrus for where he's coming from. I mean, I think I think everything he said was, was respectable. Um, I think you know he he was uh truthful to Pope about what he sees in him. I think it's the same thing we all see in him. I mean, he holds the world television championship, he obviously is the man right now. Um, and he doesn't have to prove anything to anyone or just grant anyone a match if they don't earn it. So, uh, he did the right thing, told Tyrus, Hey, I I get it. I respect you too, but you got to earn this like everybody else. This isn't just a prop. So, um, yeah, I, 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 feel similar.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to argue with anything that was said here. I mean, uh, Tyrus is definitely a, Uh, beast of a competitor and he's working his way into that position to challenge Pope for the TV championship and uh, in fact this was a perfect example of it as Tyrus and Austin Idol appear to be walking off and Matt Cross is going to be taking on Marche Rocket um, all of a sudden Tyrus enters himself into the matchup and now we've got a three-way competition Uh, in dog looks great in this matchup. I mean, him and Marche both look great in this matchup and, uh, it looks like it's almost over at one point as M dog, they get, they get Tyrus out of the ring and M dog hits a beautiful shooting star press on, uh, Marche. And it looks like the match is over, but Tyrus out of nowhere, drops the elbow, eliminates Matt cross and gets the pin on Marche. One, two, three steals a victory there. You could say, and, uh, anyway, there you go. Pope, uh, look out. I mean, whether or not you believed it before Tyrus is made it, I I guess as official as possible here. He's, he's in contention for that TV championship. All right. And, uh, next up we had, uh, back in the back, uh, May Valentine is talking with, uh, Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer, basically just uh, getting their thoughts on what's been going on. Adonis says, you know, he may face Murdoch later, but it's not going to be for that national title. How many times is he got to beat the guy, you know, that sort of thing. And, uh, and, and I guess right there, Don, do you think it's fair to write off Trevor Murdoch like that? Like, uh, I mean, just uh, Adonis is not going to defend the national title against him.
2: I don't think Adonis is writing off Trevor Murdoch, man. I mean, where did, how did we get from look, he doesn't have a rematch rematch clause to I'm writing him off. He didn't say that. He said he's not obliged to give him a rematch. That's what he was getting at. I think Adonis is going to be a fighting champion, but uh you know, again, when you let your your emotions get in the hit, in the way of your intellect or your thought processes, you forget to put rematch clauses in your contracts. So, chalk this one up to Trevor Murdoch once again. Trevor, if you're listening, it's not. I love you, man. I want to see you succeed. You got to make better choices. That's what I tell my students every day. At it, hashtag NWA High, you got to make better choices.
0: Well, I'd pay good money to see the uh, day when uh, Doctor Rob tries to sit Trevor Murdoch down and teach him a lesson.
1: <laughs> I would. I would pay as well a lot of money for that. Yeah. What's amazing to me is how you know. I feel like at this point. Anything that happens, you know, Rob can find a way to blame it on Trevor Murdoch, it seems like. But, I mean, you know, I I am going to agree a little bit with the doc here. I mean... Adonis is not obliged to give a rematch. Is that the respectable thing to do as a fighting champion? Yeah, that, that's what I would expect. I mean, you, you got beef with a guy. You won the title uh, in a not so opportune setting for your for your opponent. Whether that's smart or not is not what's on the table. We're talking about Chris Adonis and whether or not he should grant a rematch and and try to go when Trevor Murdoch's full steam. Um, but you know he doesn't have to. That's his prerogative. He holds the gold. He gets to make that choice, Um, but I would like to see it. Gary, can I add one other point? Just,
2: Just a reminder, and I feel like I have to say this every time because I don't want the champ to get on here or Chris Adonis to get on here and say, look, these guys just, they didn't watch episode one of Power or episode 22 of Power. Let's not forget that this whole controversy started when Trevor Murdoch came out and invaded the champ space, nobody invited him out. No one asked him out. No one connived him out. No one enticed him out. He made that decision. And then he, and he alone made the decision to defend the championship against Adonis under the worst of possible circumstances. So let's not forget that small little bit of trivia. When we go out and we want to trash Nick Aldis and Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer week after week.
0: I don't think anybody here is trashing Nick Aldis and Chris Adonis. I think we're very respectful to them. We just, you know, as we're apt to do, we're speaking. We have to, we're, we're a family. We're the hashtag NWA fam, and we all have opinions, and we all have ways we think people should handle business. And sometimes people make questionable decisions, just like you're over there questioning Trevor Murdoch's decision-making. I think, uh, you know, it's okay for us to have opinions as well. One thing that I think we can all get behind as an opinion (laughs) while we still got Dr. Rob is uh, a main event on any show. I don't care who you are, would be Camille versus genocide. And uh, we got it right here, right now. And uh, these two ladies, uh, man, they went at it. And uh, it was great to see these two in the ring. I saw a lot of love for genocide. so. Very new to the business. And uh, even though she did end up taking the loss here to Camille, it took two spears to put her down. And so that already shows you that I I, I believe, as Tim Storm pointed out in the commentary, uh, she can hang with the number one contender. That is no small feat. So you're in there with Camille. It takes everything Camille's got to put you down. A lot of people love seeing genocide here. Uh Melina, of course, comes out to check on Jenna, and she unfortunately is speared for her trouble, uh, which leads to Thunder Rosa coming out, and she and Camille uh her, you know arguing back and forth. I, I feel another uh head-on collision coming between those two. Just uh, there's no way this is over uh between Thunder Rosa and Camille. But anyway, Will, uh your thoughts on this whole uh match and, and the aftermath.
1: Yeah, first of all, um you know, credit where it's due to genocide. She stood toe to toe with Camille, who is the number one contender for the Burke, the women's world championship. Uh, And that, as you said, is no small feat. And she did so uh, with a lot of strength and a lot of power and courage. And so props to her for that. I I do not think this is the last time that we're going to see her on a war path. Uh, with someone like Camille, uh, genocide is is destined for that that kind of uh, position in any wrestling company, um, but definitely in the NWA. I think uh, you're right. This 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 beef, this uh, feud between uh, Camille and Thunder Rosa is far from over. Um, we have not seen the last of it. In fact, it seems like every time we see one of them, the other one appears. And so I think they're, they're both living rent-free in, e- in each other's head right now. And uh, we're going to have to resolve this somehow. I don't know if that's a match. I don't know if that's just going to be a brawl at some point, uh, but now Melina's involved in this, she's taking a spear and this thing's just getting chaotic. And so I think some kind of resolution, some kind of reckoning has to happen. And it really starts from the top down with Camille and Thunder Rosa. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: All right. Well, uh, just, well, go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry. I see you've got something to say. No, no, no.
2: I was going to uh, agree with everything he said. I think, uh, uh, the, the women's division is really shaping up nicely. Genocide is going to be a force. Um, you know, when I start thinking of, of, of all the potentialities, I can't think of a scenario where Thunder Rosa, Camille, uh, Molina and genocide are not somewhere uh, as an important part of that mix. So, you know, uh, everything that will said he's
0: right because I said he's right. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Uh, so anyway, uh, so uh, we're, we're going to jump into the very last thing on the show. I just want to remind everybody, stick around. We've got a special guest jumping on here with us and I think, uh, you'll all be excited to see who we've got and we're going to throw to you guys and you guys are going to be able to interact with all of us as we talk. And, uh, Thanks so much for everybody hanging out. We are at TIPW Show on everything, so if you haven't checked out our other podcast, we do a pro wrestling history show, and uh, I think you'll dig it. But anyway, let's jump in here to the end. Nick Audis is supposed to have a match with Jordan Clearwater, uh, who's also uh, a a rookie in his own right, and he's going to have an exhibition here. But right in the middle of it, all of a sudden, Trevor Murdoch comes through the curtain and he's getting thrown in there and he's battling with chris adonis and tom latimer and uh so now all of a sudden there's a huge fight at ringside uh jordan clearwater sees his exit i guess or he knows what's best at this point and he ducks out and uh trevor murdoch gets thrown in the ring and Aldis watches as the beatdown continues i'm sure doc has some positive spin for this so i will uh let him take it from there
2: uh, look, man, this 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 made me sad, man, because it, it, it really, it really confounded me when I saw this. Like I thought that we had an understanding. I thought that the dealer had set Trevor Murdoch up for success. You stay out of my business, and you might have, find yourself in a championship match for the world's title for everything. If I'm Trevor Murdoch, the way I interpret that is, hey, you need to go ahead and go onto the house, get your six pack, whatever you do, but leave. What does Trevor Murdoch do? He lingers around. He lingers around. And next thing you know, he finds himself in a tussle with Chris Adonis and therefore invalidates the very gracious deal that Nick Aldous had offered. And obviously Nick Aldous stands there in frustration, disbelief even, wondering how in the world can you really let your emotions get this much in front of your brains? Can I be really seeing this? That's where I'm at. And I'm sad because I want to see Trevor Murdoch get that shot. I I do. I want to see that happen. But I'm just not sure that he's mentally in the right state for it to happen. How can you disagree with that? That is a fair assessment.
1: Will, do you you agree with that? Should I disagree first or do you want to disagree first? No, I don't. I don't look. I don't disagree. I don't disagree, Doc. You you are, uh, albeit a little – little too extreme, you are thinking correctly, and it makes me sad too. But here's the thing, Nick Aldis did not promise Trevor Murdoch a title match. He alluded to it. And then he said, Nobody puts me in a corner. And so he backpedaled a little bit. So to just assume that Aldis was going to give him a title shot, just if he didn't show up during this match, that's a little presumptuous. The the dealer, he calls the shots, and who's to say he would have actually given him a title shot? Trevor Murdoch's got a score to settle. He wanted to do it when he wants to do it on his terms and in his timing. And again, you can't fault a competitor for that. Yes, it's sad. Yes, I would have loved to see in a perfect world, Trevor Murdoch goes and, you know, enjoys the match from his home or backstage and just, you know, and then next week we hear, okay, you get a title shot. Good job. And then we see a main event of Trevor Murdoch versus Nick Aldis for the 10 pounds of gold. But I don't know that that even would have happened. And I think Trevor Murdoch is tired of being called names. I think he's tired of being told that he is a certain way or that he's not championship material. And at this point he's just seeing red and he's got a score to settle. I can't fault him for that. We've all been there, but in this situation, number one, I was pretty amped to see a Nick Aldis versus Jordan Clearwater. Jordan Clearwater is, uh, young up and comer, super promising future in the NWA. The idea of those two being in the ring again, we saw them on on a, uh, NWA Shockwave had a great exhibition match on there. So I would love to see that again, but that did not come to pass. And instead we get this big brawl and it, it, you're right. It's unfortunate. I'll agree with you on that front. It's, it's sad.
0: Well, one thing is for certain, there's going to be a lot to pick up on next week on NWA Power. But I don't want to waste any more time, guys, because we got a special guest. We got a whole chat room full of people wanting to talk, share their opinions. And we want you guys to be able to ask questions and share opinions with a special guest from this week. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the man who just earned his first victory on NWA Power right here. Mr. Sal Renaro. Uh Sal, what's up? I guess the tag team champions no less.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, no big deal. I just almost single-handedly pinned the world tag team champions. Uh just another day in the office.
0: There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Sal, one question I'm sorry. Nope. Right on. What be- one question that kept getting brought up is is what was Tim Storm the the choice all along? Is that always what you had in mind? Isn't
3: it a wonderful world to live in when you've got Tim Storm in your back pocket? When when things are down and out, who is the one person you can count on? Don't roll your eyes, Doc. You should respect the teacher. of <laughs> anybody on this panel, you should respect having a teacher in your back pocket and, and being able to lay the groundwork. Everybody was looking left. Bada bing, bada boom. Tim Storm's coming right. Uh, I'm not going to say this was the perfect scheme, but everybody else should say it was the perfect scheme. I'm not going to put words in people's mouths, though.
0: I'll certainly throw in. I mean, Doc, you're looking questioning there, but I mean, as far as first victories on the show, I mean, getting one over a champion, not, not, not a champion, mind you, uh, champions, uh, that's, that's pretty good.
2: I uh, I love Sal Renaro. This is a uh, person that I respect, he knows I respect him, but it pains me and it confirms a lot of my fears when we come on and ask if it was the perfect scheme because that's the point I was trying to make. It was a scheme, Sal. The, the champs come out there, they're not, you know, they he offered you a favor, he he, he did you a solid. And then we come out with no opponent. Now the whole time, they got to look behind their shoulders, not knowing what's going on. It's creating tension in the environment. I mean, is this something that we're, we're really going to be like, we're going to, you know, congratulations on the win. I'm surprised. I feel like I've known you so long. You, sh- I thought you, was, I mean, this he, is the one we're to celebrate.
3: He ex- I blame this directly, directly on Aaron Stevens. Let's rewind the hands of time just a couple weeks, shall we? He's backstage. He's talking to my BFF, Mae Valentine. And what's he say? Hey, buddy. Sure. I'll I'll give you a a shot. I'll I'll let you you dance with the big boys. I think he said something about my big boy pants. Which? Best gear in the company. But that's very besides the point. (laughs) I came out the next week ready to rock and roll. Tag team. It was the NWA Power Tag Team Special. I didn't name it that. That came from the powers that be. And the man that laid out the challenge all of a sudden, had he hit his Michael Jackson moonwalk. Ooh, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. Even if he forgot, which, hey, things happen. When you're Aaron Steven, when you're the world's tag team champion, you got a lot on your plate. I understand that. Even if he forgot that he laid out the challenge, I called him nonstop. Nonstop. I... I almost sent an airplane in the sky with the banner. Aaron, we still on? But I thought, you know what? I'll tone it down a bit. But I DM'd him. I IM'd him. I AOL instant messaged him. I sent him texts. Mean Gene reported it on the hotline. I don't know if you remember that part. He should have known this was supposed to happen. He did this to him. I, I... I think I think Aaron Stevens is a great guy. I honestly do. I think Kratos is like staring into the eyes of a very 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 angry barbarian-esque man. And I don't know how much I want to do that again. But if the tag titles happen to be on the line cuz last night checked I just pinned the world's tag teams champion after they accept I didn't tell him to accept the offer. He could have just said, "Hey, Sal, You've beaten nobody. No, you can't have a shot. He has the right to do that. He elected to give me the shot. As a unit, they elected to take the match. And as a unit, they lost to the mega pals of Sauronaro and Tim Storm.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw to will here. Uh, to see your thoughts, uh, if you have anything for Sal, uh, just uh, but but as I do, John got in the chat uh, quoting, uh, he says, Sal is uh, displaying Aldous level brains. Uh, so I don't know how the doc would feel about that, but Will, ha-
3: <laughs> Before you jump in, Will, I just want to say this put an S in front of Aldous. What do you have?
1: Oh, no. No, I love that. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, First of all, congratulations. Your first win on NWA Power. Huge achievement. Beating the tag team champs, no less. Pinning J.R. Kratos, the beast, no less. Let's not skim over that fact. It's not like you you squeezed one out. You pinned the monster in the ring. That is huge. I'm a huge tag team wrestling fan, and I just want to say on behalf of tag team wrestling lovers everywhere, welcome to the elite tag team wrestling division. Sauronaro, Tim Storm, the the sky's the limit for you guys. I can't wait to see what happens. I, and, and I'm glad. I mean, this is the first time we've seen Tim Storm come to blows in this season of power. And that is a huge treat for all of us as well. We love Tim Storm. So, Sal, you, if you can talk about it, what's the future hold for you and Tim? Have you talked to him? Have you guys, I mean, have, have y'all talked about what happened? Is there a future there? What's going on?
3: I I would like to think that we, I mean, the sky's the limit for us. He might not agree with that. Yeah. You know, Tim's, Tim's pretty, pretty set in his ways. And, uh, you know, I I've tried to convince him into a side ponytail. And for some reason, Tim Storm's not on side ponytail train yet, but just give it time. I'm, I'm really good at wearing people down. I believe uh, it. But, uh, <laughs> I, I Tim still got that fire in his belly and, uh, I definitely see on a personal level, you know, there's that there's that gigantic level of respect I have for Tim. Tim's been at the top of the mountain. Tim's had the ten pounds of gold. He's he's cradled sweet Charlotte, and I mean, he he's seen and done it all. And we have very similar stories in that I feel that both Tim and I are guys that kind of have gotten lost in the shuffle throughout our careers where there's been a lot of no's and we're very hard headed in saying, in hearing no and saying yes, in hearing no and saying yes, in hearing no and saying yes, in hearing no and saying, yes, no, saying yes, and not not accepting no as an answer. And uh, I honestly think like t- Tim and I, let I me mean, just There's so much fun to be had with us as a team. I mean, I've actually uh, decided I'm going to take up knitting. So uh, if things don't work out so well in the initial stages of my teamwork with Tim, I can always get Mama Storm. We can have a knitting club. And then she can just tell Tim, like, hey, you got a team with Sal because who's going to argue with Mama Storm? It's a foolproof plan, really, when you think about it.
0: It brings up an interesting question, actually, now that you say that, um, by the way, Joe Lobin in the chat and a bunch of people just saying, congratulations. They hope they see you guys in the Crockett cup someday. Yes. All of those things. Um, did you know about Danny deals? Was that all planned ahead Don't of time? I
3: do what's happening there. <laughs> 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 that one caught me off guard too. Uh, you know, I've known of Danny Deals probably longer than I should uh, advertise. Uh but uh I've known Danny for a long, long time now. And uh he's uh behind the facade. There's a there's a good there's good intentions in there, I think. Um plus I mean who am I to question a guy that can wear purple fur? I mean, hey <laughs> fashion's fashion. Oh my god, I fell. <laughs> Maybe that's a sign. Maybe I should rethink this whole thing.
0: Oh, uh, Doc's gonna uh, question you. I can see I can see Doc stewing right now.
3: No, oh. I'm not, I'm not. I just
2: you, no, I'm just you know, look, look I, I think there's a lot of shady stuff going on here. I think Tim Storm is shadier than than he lets on the people want to believe. All that wow. to the side though, let, let me say this. Let me point out this. The very first man to ever walk out of an NWA power curtain, ever. Was Sal Renaro. He was fact. the first man. Uh, that's a fact. And so, from the bottom of my heart, man, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm 100 percent comfortable with your philosophy right now, Sal. But you have my deepest congratulations on this big win. I love seeing it, regardless of uh, how you went through it. And uh, congratulations to you, man. That was that, that was big oh, time.
3: I appreciate that. I know that took a lot for you to to choke through, and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but it just it's 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 a message for everybody out there. I mean, legitimately, this is season three of Power. Season three. This is win one for me. I've I, I've seen so much talent come and go, and I've eaten a lot of hands <laughs> in ways of those talents, and uh, I think it's the testament to everybody that you know, just give it your all, don't stop, keep pushing, keep trying, keep grinding. Your breaks will come. Uh, you know, during the, during the, the pandemic, I kinda, you know, we all lost a year. We lost, we lost a year of our life. Uh, you know, uh, me, I mean, keep in mind I broke my arm right before the pandemic. So I had, a, I had a two month lead on everybody. Uh, and in that time, I really had a chance to self-evaluate. And I realized, A, I'm not getting younger. And B, these breaks aren't going to make themselves. I, I got to
0: And we lost him. So he went to go yeah. make those breaks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I Sal feeling, lives was, out in the country, like, man. Right he lives in out in the, the country. Middle,
1: I was like right in the middle of getting really inspired. I need to know. What else? Is I'm sure he's gonna
2: jump back maybe, on here in a second. Maybe he, he lives out on. in central Georgia, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's
1: he's out. <laughs> well, there he where, was working
2: uh,
0: out. He told me he was working out. He did message me and uh and said that he was working out, but he wanted to be here for the hashtag NWA fam. He wanted to talk to everybody. So uh he would make it happen no matter what. So you can see uh you can see that he uh is in there uh at the, like he's in his car right now. Uh, tried to communicate with us, there he is. Hey, Sal, you were oh, you were yeah. getting everybody fired up, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got so fired up the 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 gym Wi-Fi I couldn't handle it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it. It it knew I skipped out on the last half of leg day to join you guys, and it was just it
0: oh yeah, back. that's what he told me. But, he said he's always looking for an exit out of leg day.
3: <laughs> uh, but but long story short, you know I. I knew this break wasn't going to make itself, and I had to. I, I, Aaron Stevens and Kratos just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, I I had to take advantage of the situations that I can get at this point because nobody's going to give them to me. Nobody's going to give them to me, so I I took it, I made it, and now I've pinned the world's tag team champion. Never be undone. Can't ever be undone. Giorgio in the chat wants you to know what's your bro, biggest
0: motivation, Sal.
3: My kids. Plain and simple. Kids. Uh, I went. Through, I went through a a a term from about 2010 to 2013 where I wasn't sure if I wanted to wrestle anymore. Uh, I was. Uh, I was kind of just. I've been grinding really hard for a long, long time with that I mean keep in mind, I started training in 1996 when I was 14. I had my first match in 1996 years old. So in 2010, I had kind of I kind of hit that burnout, and I wasn't sure and it's uh, my my old fan of wrestling because it took me away from home. But my youngest son Jacob, who you you can see in video.
0: oh, we lost him again. He's got a terrible connection there. But uh, anyway, man, Sal is Sal is way more motivational than I was ready for. What he busted in here, uh,
1: <laughs> he should make some motivational he, tapes. Sell them. Sell them on power. He he really things, should, man. Yeah, was, cassette, cassette. Okay, so I,
0: the I also I love uh, that he sells the uh, Sal Pals, uh, also. So you can get yes. those wrestling buddies. Uh, all right, he, he's he's popping back in here. We're gonna see. <laughs> We're gonna see one last time if he's if he's really there. Oh, I don't know. No. It's not not promising. <laughs> we can see his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> oh well, well anyway, Sal is awesome. Seeing that all in the chat here. Uh lots of people loving Sal. Uh, we didn't get to the question about Mae Valentine. People still wondering if he's gonna ask him ask her out on a date someday. But uh maybe, maybe one day, Sal. Um, I see him, I see him keep trying, but uh it's uh it's just not handling it. So Sal sal apologizes everyone he is he is trying but uh he, he tried to show up he is in the twilight zone as terry mcdermott says here guys did you have any final thoughts about power tonight before we wrap this thing up with the uh chat
1: uh well we got to get into the power rankings really quick before we close up but now nah, it's a great episode there's a lot of things going on on nwa power if you have not subscribed on fight tv make sure you go subscribe catch up we're only a few episodes into this season uh it's it's been a roller coaster so far a lot of things unanswered a lot of 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 open um things in front of us so we don't know how it's gonna go so uh, if you haven't already go check it out but um yeah i'm just excited so that was a great episode
2: ah fantastic episode man and uh, again week after week if anybody had any questions at all, those questions are long gone. The NWA is delivering week after week the best pro wrestling out there, and uh, gosh, man, I, I got to, i can't wait till next Tuesday. I got to see where this is going.
0: Same. I am super excited. There, <laughs> there he is again. We're <laughs> <laughs> story of his life here. Now. It's I got
1: it. yeah. <laughs> we love you, Sal.
0: Oh man. We love you, Sal. We really do. Thank you so much. People are grateful in the chat that you showed up. And had... We'll we'll get Sal back on here one day when he's at home with his old Wi-Fi. But uh thank we'll, you, we'll thank s- you so much, yeah. man.
1: We'll send out our professional this is pro wrestling film crew to your to your house and we'll uh do it that way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, Sal. You take care, brother.
3: That's your best <laughs> All
0: right. Well, uh, thank you guys. Most of all, though, everybody in the chat, uh, Sal. Yes, they're saying it in the chat. Sal never gives up. That is a hundred percent true. Uh, <laughs> he keeps going. He's uh, in and out. And uh, uh, well, anyway, but mo- even more than Sal, but just you know, even if just a little. Uh, We want to thank every one of you who listened or who watched this live after NWA Power. We appreciate and we are grateful for all of you. Uh, The NWA has given us a great platform here to to talk with all of you and create a great community. I I love seeing the chat room, and this is like a sincerely positive experience. Uh, Everybody is trying to keep it together and just like Create like a good atmosphere to enjoy pro wrestling, like we've always loved. And uh, so I just love seeing that, you know, like it, with the way the internet is now, you never know what you're going to get. But I'm happy to see the NWA fam hashtag NWA fam uh, keeps it real, keeps it positive. And uh, we're all enjoying WA power. Again, if you are not familiar with us, you can see all of our uh, social media handles right down there in the bottom corners of your screen. And we are always available to you at T I P W show. We have our old podcast called this is pro wrestling and we hope you check it out. We're running through a history of pro wrestling right now. And uh, we're going to do deep dives on other wrestlers, all sorts of stuff. And we do reviews of shows like thunder roses, mission pro, uh, regular pay-per-view discussion on Sunday nights. We have a live like family get together, just, uh, Hold, just hanging out, chatting about whatever. Last week was trivia. We just went through and talked for forever about all kinds of wrestling trivia. So if that sounds like something you guys would like, you got to definitely uh, join us for that. I, I Time's winding down here, Rob, but I'm seeing it in the chat. They want the rankings. Can you give them the rankings right now for NWA Power? I almost forgot about it because we got uh, Sal on the show, but the, the people demand it. So we need the NWA power rankings. We got a we
2: got a little bit of movement this week. Uh, not a lot, but we got a little bit of movement. Uh, so uh, we'll put up the uh, let's put up the tag team rankings there. This is where our biggest movement's at. We got Stevens and Kratos, obviously the champions. It's our you know it's kind of strange that we're seeing them at at, at zero and one. But remember, we take these rankings beginning with. The uh, back for the attack pay per view, so anything prior to that on UWM Primetime Live or anything prior to that, especially when we get to like Nick Aldis and and and, and whatnot, you're not going to see those rankings appear. Maybe at a later date, we'll include those. But but Stevens and Kratos, even though they're champs, are sitting 0 and 1. Your number four contender, number five in the rankings, is Pero and Odinson. They're 0 and 1, but they got in on the strength of that match, they had a solid match against. Adonis and Latimer and uh, they impressed us enough to crack that top five number four for the first time in the rankings Sal and Tim Storm this may uh, be a little bit presumptuous but hey I guess the ring announcer said at the end the winner of the match Sal Sauronara and Tim Storm so we're putting them in uh what do they call them the mega pals at, at, at 1 and 0, coming in as your number three contender, number four overall. Number three, Mims and Boogie, obviously got that big win uh, against Jack Stain and Crimson. Adonis and Latimer, they're right there, the, the presumptive team uh, that would step in and, and, and make the big challenge against the champions, Stevens and Kratos.
0: Now, I have to ask you there just real quick. Uh, I, know, I know we're running out of time, but Salad Tibb just beat the tag team champions and you've got them ranked below Slice and Mims.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess because just based on the common sense that Sal and Tim didn't mm-hmm. wrestle that match and that there was a lot of chicanery and tomfoolery going on, and since you guys assigned me to make the rankings, I placed them at number four or number three. <laughs> well,
1: I'm going to have to change that disclaimer at the bottom to this is the opinions of the doc <laughs> and
0: not the the <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll let it slide this week. We'll talk about it more next week, but I will say you're, you're at least uh, winning back the chat with, uh, the dubbing of the mega pals. So, yeah. you know,
1: and and, and and it's worth, it's worth mentioning too. I mean, anytime someone new pops into these rankings, someone gets knocked out and that's Jack Stan and Crimson. They are not in the top five anymore. So what's going to happen there? Yeah. Are they going to work their way back up? We, we got some unfinished business there, but that's also worth noting.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, right. move on there.
2: In the women's division, not, not a lot of movement here, but we do have a change in the in the win-loss standings there. Serena Deeb, obviously our world's champ, injured right now, will defend that championship, the Burke, as soon as she's able. Coming in, uh, the number four contender, number five ranked, would be Alex Gross. She had that really impressive match a few weeks ago. Genocide, who can doubt? She's sitting at 0-1, but who can doubt that this woman is going to be a contender for a long, long time. Of course, Thunder Rosa, uh, unsettled business with Camille. Camille right now, who can stop her? She's 3-0, and the number one contender to that Burke Championship. And then now we have the men's rankings. Uh Again, uh, uh no movement here. I do want to point out, if you look at uh – got Nick Allis sitting there at the top. Chris Adonis is the number one contender, number two overall, based – uh, on the virtue of the fact that he's the national champion, Pope with the TV championship, Tyrus, he's listed as two and zero. And you might be thinking, wait a second, he won the night that should make him three and zero. One thing I'm not including this ranking is I'm not including uh, four way or three may three way matches. These rankings account for only singles matches. Now, while that might bolster a person's standing if if you know all things being equal, if say Trevor Murdoch and Tyrus had identical records. But try, Tyrus came out on a uh, on top in a three-way match, so that might play a factor. When it just to be fair and to be as uh, as uh, as symmetrical as possible, I'm taking into account only singles matches for these rankings. And so you see, Trevor Murdoch, your former national ch- your former national champion, sitting at the number four contendership, number five overall, one on one. Tyrus now two zero. Pope, the TV champion, Adonis, the national champion, and of course your real world's champion. Nick, all There can be only
0: one. All right. Well done. Uh, so we went over, but we did it for you guys. Uh, you, you demanded it. We had to get those power rankings in and, uh, just keep in mind, you never know who's going to show up. Look, we had Sal Renaro on this week. Who knows who might show up next week. We are so grateful again for every single one of you. Please check out our other show. Uh, this is pro wrestling available everywhere. Podcasts are, it'd be super cool of you. If you went over to youtube.com slash, this is pro wrestling and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'd be grateful for that. Fellas, anything else before we wrap this thing up?
1: Nope. Great show. Can't wait till next week.
0: Yeah. Enjoy the right. guys, man. Come join us. Come
2: hang out with us on Sunday night. Uh, other than that, man, thanks for the time. We love hanging out with you.
0: NWA for life. Well said. Hashtag NWA fam for life. That is it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you to the NWA for this opportunity to hang out with all these awesome NWA fans. Until next...